Can't Wait for Christmas is a proud member of the Christmas Podcast Network. Check out all the shows on the network at christmaspodcastnetwork.com. Hey, buddy, what you doing? Is it Christmas yet? No, sorry, not yet. I can't wait for Christmas. Yeah, I can't wait for Christmas either. In fact, let's celebrate now. <laughs> Welcome to the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. It's March 25th, 2020, and that means there's nine months left until Christmas. Today on the show, we're going to salute the folks who don't get to enjoy Christmas as much as the rest of us, well, because they have to work. We'll also give you five Christmas songs you can sing in 20 seconds, perfect for a good hand washing. Plus, we'll tell you how to get some daily Christmas goodness and find out how you can spread your Christmas cheer to others at a time when we need it most. Okay, let's start the show. Hey there, Yule Believers. Welcome to this episode of the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast coming to you from the quarantined Christmas cave. At the time of recording this episode, we Californians have been instructed to shelter in place in order to try and stop the spread of the COVID-19 virus. So schools are closed, businesses are closed, and people are kind of stuck at home. And dealing with that is kind of the sub-theme of this episode, because I would say now more than ever, we need a little Christmas. Now. We need a This Christmas Now tip comes courtesy of one of the other fine podcasts in the Christmas Podcast Network, Christmas Past. We all need something to distract us during these trying times, and what better way to lift your spirits than with a little extra Christmas? Enter Brian Earle from Christmas Past, who is committed to posting a new episode of Christmas Past every day until we're out of this thing. As of this recording, he's posted several episodes where he reads classic Christmas stories, and he's even invited me to be on a future episode, so look out for that. You can subscribe to Christmas Past on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or your, your podcasting app of choice, and I put a link in the show notes to christmaspast.media if if you prefer to go directly to the website as your source of podcasting goodness. And now it's time to do some sanitary singing in today's Five Golden Things. Five golden things. So one of the main ways they say we can fight the spread of COVID-19 is to wash our hands well and regularly. Uh, I can't help with the regularly part, but they say to wash them well, you should wash them for at least 20 seconds to be most effective. Now, you could just count to 20, or some people say you can sing the alphabet song or happy birthday twice, and then the internet got hold of it, and they started coming up with random pop songs that have 20-second choruses, and they were showing up all over my Facebook feed, but as Christmas people... We deserve Christmas songs that we can wash our hands to. With that in mind, I present the top five 20-second Christmas songs perfect for keeping your hands clean, as well as five tips from the CDC on how to wash your hands properly. Let's jump right in with... Number five. The last verse of 12 Days of Christmas. Now, obviously, the whole 12 Days of Christmas song is way longer than 20 seconds. I mean, that song is so long that there are carolers that are still singing it that started last Christmas. But if you start with the 12th day of Christmas and really hit the five golden rings, this final verse of 12 days will get you through a thorough hand washing. Here's proof of concept. Here's 20 seconds coming at you. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love sent to me 
Twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers piping, ten lords a-leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids a-milking, seven swans a-swimming, six geese a-laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. And here's your first tip from the CDC. Always rinse your hands first with clean running water from the tap. So you don't want standing water that's been sitting around in a basin or something because that can collect more bacteria. Also, and I didn't know this, warm, cold water doesn't matter. As long as it's running clean from the tap, you're good to go. Number four. Underneath the tree. So a lot of these I specifically timed out for the purposes of putting them on this list, but this one was just a happy accident. I was driving in the van and I was listening to this when I looked down at the timer and I was like, was that 20 seconds? So I rewound it, and sure enough, the chorus of this Kelly Clarkson Christmas Toe Tapper is almost exactly 20 seconds long. 20 seconds, count it down. <clears throat> You're here where you should be. The snow is falling as the carolers sing. It just wasn't the same. Alone on Christmas Day. Presents, what a beautiful sight. It don't mean a thing if you ain't holding me tight. You're all that I need. Underneath the tree. Clean. Boom. And here's your CDC hand-washing tip to go with that. Lather your hands by rubbing them together with the soap. Be sure to lather the backs of your hands between your fingers and under your nails. I remember taking a first aid class years ago, and this part always stuck with me. When a lot of people wash their hands, they focus mostly on the palms, but the back of your hands, between your fingers, your thumbs, wrists, and especially under those fingernails needs attention too. Number three. Away in a manger. Now, any song you sing will be affected by the tempo at which you sing it, so for this one, I find it's helpful to picture the smooth and deliberate style of Mr. Nat King Cole. Here's another 20 seconds. Away in a manger, no crib for his bed. The little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. The stars in the sky look down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep in the hay. And your CDC tip, scrub your hands for at least 20 seconds, which, duh, is the whole point of this list, but it's because lathering and scrubbing hands creates friction, which helps lift dirt, grease, and microbes from your skin. So you need enough time for that to work and be effective. The timeline that seems effective for most people is 20 seconds. Of course, you might want to take a little longer if you're about to perform surgery, or say you're a toddler who just finished a finger-painting masterpiece. Daddy, I painted Elsa and the fire spirit. That's great, buddy. I don't know if you'll think it's that great when you see the curtains. Wait, the what? Gotta go! Uh, when are the schools opening again? Number two. Let it snow. Now, more than most, this is a bit of a cheat. It actually lasts 25 seconds, or I guess you could just cut the song off awkwardly when you hit the 20-second point, or maybe you could just finish the last five seconds while you're rinsing off and drying, or heck, would it be so bad to wash your hands for an extra five seconds? There's nothing in the rule book that says you can't wash for 25 seconds. Here's 20 seconds and then some. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low, let it snow, let it snow. Your CDC tip, rinse your hands well under clean running water. 
Basically, you want to get all that stuff you just scrubbed off your hands down the drain. And again, you don't want standing water because it would become contaminated after the first use. You want clean, running water. Now, before we get to number one, you can bet I've got some... Honorable mentions! Silver Bells! I saw this on a Facebook group I'm in about living that Christmas lifestyle, and someone suggested this as a 20-second song to wash your hands with, and I thought, I might as well include it on my list. Let's give it a shot. Silver bells, silver bells, it's Christmas time in the city. Ring-a-ling, hear them ring. Soon it will be Christmas Day. Then there's the one that put this whole idea in my head. Straight No Chasers version of the 12 Days of Christmas. Wait, you already put 12 Days of Christmas at number 5 on this list. Oh, Slabby the Elf. You're back, huh? You weren't just a one-off character from the last episode? Nope, I'm here to stay, baby. Fantastic. Well, yes, I did put 12 Days at number 5, but the Straight No Chaser version has a part where they sing part of the 12 Days of Christmas to the tune of Africa by Toto. And one of the first lists I saw of songs besides Happy Birthday to sing while washing your hands had Africa on it. And I thought to myself, hey, self, you could sing the Christmas version of Africa. Wait, I bet there are a bunch of 20-second Christmas songs. And so that's how this list was born. And it's all thanks to this 20 seconds right here. Nine ladies dancing, they were dancing for me. Eight maids a-milking, they were milking just for me. I had Christmas down in Africa. Gonna deck the halls and do the things we never have. Ooh, in a big pear tree. Now do you have any honorable mention pseudo-sutups? Elf, please, you know I do. Impressive. So they say to turn off the tap after you rinse your hands and before you start your 20 seconds of scrubbing. But what about the germs on the faucet? They say there's no significant transfer of germs from the faucet to your hand. So don't bother turning it off with a paper towel either. That just wastes paper. Good to know. Yes, it is. And now, moving on to... Number one. Jingle Bells. This is my favorite carol, so of course I put it at number one, even though it also doesn't quite fit the 20 seconds, but you have two options to make it work. Either stop in the middle of the first chorus, dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh, or the fields we go, laughing all the way, bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright, what fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way, oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Boom. Rinse off. You're done. Or just sing the chorus, but you really got to make a meal out of that ending. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Yeah! That might get you stared at if you're in a public restroom, but you know what? At least your hands are clean. I'll let you decide what works best for you. And here's your final tip from the CDC. Dry your hands using a clean towel or air dry them. Basically, if you walk around with wet hands, germs and bacteria are more likely to attach themselves to you. So make sure you grab a clean towel and dry those bad boys. And that's the list. Any other 20-second Christmas songs you want to sing while washing your hands? Let me know via email at christmas at tancast.com or let everyone know with a comment on our Facebook page at Can't Wait for Christmas Pod. 
And now, surprisingly, Christmas has actually been in the news a fair amount as of late. So it's time for All I Want for Christmas is News. All I Want for Christmas is <sighs> Okay, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough! Sheesh! Sorry. So a few days ago, I jokingly posted on our Instagram and such that if we're all stuck at home anyway, we should just put our Christmas lights back up. Well, Todd posted a link to an article that said many people on Twitter had already beaten me to this idea. And apparently, people were doing it too. It's become semi-popular to put your Christmas lights back up. According to the Yahoo News article Todd posted, with school and work closing, restaurants shutting down, and events being canceled, many people are feeling the scary effects of coronavirus. And for parents with kids home from school for an indefinite period, the need for a light at the end of the tunnel is especially significant. Which is why a call to get the Christmas lights back out is taking the internet by storm. And it's not just lights. There's other instances of people using Christmas to bring joy into these times. Like the Hallmark Channel just ran a weekend marathon of Christmas movies and several radio stations switched to or at least played a significant amount of Christmas music recently. It reminds me a bit of how the Grinch stole Christmas. Just like it sucked for the Who's when all their presents, decorations, and food were stolen, it sucks that Disneyland is closed, school is canceled, and businesses have to close. But in both cases, people were able to find solace, comfort, and dare I say joy in the spirit of Christmas. And I think that's kind of great. In a terrible situation, people look to Christmas to make things better. And of course, that's exactly what Christmas does. So I definitely put my lights back up. My original thought was that if enough people did it, we could all drive around and look at them. That way we're out, but we're staying in our cars, so we're still social distancing. But then these shelter-in-place directives hit, and that thought went out the window. But I do take some small comfort in the fact that all the people who are considered essential workers get a little light show on their way home. If all those people out there, man in the grocery stores, pharmacies, doing food service, postal workers, delivery folk, police, fire, and especially all the medical professionals out there working during this can get the smallest bit of joy on their way to and from work, then it's worth getting all that stuff out of the Christmas cave and back up in my yard again. And that brings me to the main feature for today. Seeing all these folks who are working so hard while I get to stay at home with my family reminded me of all the folks who have to work while I'm enjoying Christmas. So today, I'd like to salute the people who work while we Christmas. Sometimes you have to work on Christmas. Sometimes you have to work on Christmas. Sometimes you have to work on Christmas. I was trying to come up with a list of people who work during Christmas. I assumed it would be just a handful of folks. I mean, at first, I thought of perhaps the most obvious ones, people running your religious services. I mean, it's Jesus's birthday. Someone's got to plan the party. So your priests, your preachers, your deacons, plus your choirs, church bands, altar boys, what have you, they're all working on Christmas Day. Then there's the essential services that never get to take a day off. Like the hospitals have to be open because if someone gets sick or injured, they're not going to wait until the next business day. So there's your doctors, nurses, EMTs, and administration staff. And then there's the fire department because when something catches fire, you can't tell it to wait until Boxing Day. And of course the police, because if Batman has told me anything crime never takes a holiday. Then, of course, you got the dispatchers and other support staff that tell the cop cars, fire engines, and ambulances where to go. And while we're talking about public services, we can't forget the brave men and women of our armed forces who are not only working on Christmas Day, but often far, far from their families. So that's already plenty of people, but I've just scratched the surface. 
A lot of people are traveling on Christmas, so that means airports are open. Pilots, flight attendants, ground crew, security, TSA, air traffic control, shuttle drivers, or maybe you're going by train. Well, they're open too, so now engineers, conductors, mechanics, ticket takers, or maybe you're traveling by automobile, if I may pull the trifecta from that Steve Martin John Candy movie. Well, that's a lot of people working too, from rental car staff, taxi drivers, rideshare drivers, and bus drivers. Or even if you take your own car... You're going to need to fill that with gas at some point, so welcome to working on Christmas, gas station attendants. And what if your car breaks down? Better call a tow truck driver. Or maybe everything goes as planned and you make it to where you're headed for Christmas. Are you staying at your Nana's house? No. A hotel? That means the front desk clerk, perhaps a bellhop, a valet, definitely the house cleaning services. Uh-oh, it's Christmas morning, but you didn't buy enough gravy for dinner. Better dash off to the store. Luckily for you, they're open for limited hours today, so thank the checkout clerks and the baggers. Or maybe if the grocery store is not open, you might find what you need at your local convenience store. Luckily, that place is always open, even on Christmas. There's also your local pharmacy or drugstore. You can usually find some folks working there on Christmas Day. But wait! You burned the turkey! Now you have to go to a restaurant to eat. Fortunately, many are indeed open on Christmas Day, which means hosts, hostesses, waitstaff, chefs, bussers, and dishwashers are all working. Or a lot of fast food places are open, and I'm lumping Starbucks in there. And if you don't feel like going to get it yourself, you can bet you'll find those meal delivery apps have people working on Christmas too. Then, after you're fed, you want some entertainment, so you sit down to watch some of that sports I hear so much about. That means there's athletes working on Christmas, plus coaches, refs, and other team staff. And these sports are usually played in a stadium or arena of some kind. That's right, isn't it? I, I don't really go to these things. Yeah, I, yeah, I figured they just didn't do it in a field by themselves. Yeah, I was right. So that means more ticket takers. There's concession stand workers, security, announcers, whoever works the Jumbotron. Do they have a kiss cam on Christmas? Is it called the Mistletoe Monitor? It should be. You get that idea for free, sports people. That's all yours. Take that. Do with it what you will. But wait, this game still has to make it to your television. So now we have sportscasters, sideline reporters, camera operators, and the rest of the crew working to make this broadcast happen. Shout out to my cousin Cindy at Fox Sports. Woot woot. Now, even if you're not watching sports, all the channels are still providing content. That means there's people running things at each of those stations to make sure you can get your Hallmark Christmas movie fix on Christmas Day. If you want to go see a movie in a theater, they're open too. I know this from both ends. When I was younger, my mom and I would see a movie or two every Christmas day. Then, when I was in college, I worked at a movie theater. So you got the box office person, concessions again, projectionist, ushers, and at least one assistant manager, because that used to be me. Speaking of used to be me, I also used to work at a radio station. Those Christmas tunes keeping you jolly all day, there's a person at the station making sure those happen. Maybe the DJ is broadcasting live, or maybe they got away with recording the show ahead of time, but that means there's still an engineer or a board operator at the station to make sure it all goes the way it's supposed to. Or if you want some top-notch entertainment on Christmas Day, maybe you're heading to the happiest place on Earth. Yes, Disneyland and Walt Disney World are open on Christmas Day, so that's cast members, parade performers, ride operators, ticket takers, ambassadors, people selling merch, making food, parking lot tram, parking lot attendants, and it's not just Disneyland. Places like Universal Studios, Legoland, and the like are open. Plus, there are ice skating rinks, public light displays, and other seasonal shows and attractions that are open on Christmas. Or, if you're spending Christmas without the kids, you know Las Vegas is an option. All those dealers, waitstaff, pit bosses, and everybody else that made Vegas Vegas will be working. Also, ski resorts are open, so people are there to rent you equipment, operate the ski lift, and all the other ski-type stuff that's going on. Even places that aren't open to you on Christmas still have people working there, like zoos and aquariums. You think they just give the animals a bunch of food on Christmas Eve and say, see you on Boxing Day? No way! Someone's got to get in there and make sure those are still happy, healthy animals the day after Christmas. Whew. 
I mean, think of how many people that is. That's millions of people working on Christmas, and I haven't even listed them all. These are just the ones that I could come up with. There's probably a plenty of jobs related to the infrastructure of our lives that I'm leaving out. Like, I don't know what's involved in keeping my lights on and my water running, but I know it still happens every 25th, so there's got to be people to thank for that. And I haven't even mentioned the most unsung heroes who work on Christmas— janitorial, custodial, and other cleaning staff. Basically, if a place you left on the 24th is clean when you see it again on the 26th, that means someone cleaned it for you on the 25th. So it is with the most sincere, heartfelt gratitude that I say thank you to all the people who put your holiday joy on hold to make the holiday brighter for others. Now, I know not everybody who's working celebrates Christmas, so it might not be a huge sacrifice for everybody, and I don't even make use of many of the jobs that are being done. But it costs me literally nothing to be grateful and appreciative for your work on Christmas Day. So thank you for working on Christmas. But I've got more than just thanks. I looked online for some tips on how to deal with working on Christmas, and here's what I found. Try to negotiate if you can. Maybe you can work from home. Probably not a lot of the jobs I just listed, but it's worth asking. Or maybe you can split your shift with somebody else so you only have to work half of the day. Also, you can always reschedule Christmas. If there's one thing we know on this podcast, you can celebrate Christmas any day of the year. So if you're stuck at work on Christmas, try moving your celebration to a different day. Bonus points if you reschedule it for after Christmas and extend the Christmas season for yourself and your family. Also, make it fun. If you can wear a wacky sweater or a Santa hat to work, go for it. Maybe bump some Christmas tunes. They may say you have to work, but they can't make you not be jolly. I've put a couple articles with more tips in the show notes at can'twaitforchristmaspod.com, so if you're working on Christmas or know someone who is, hopefully those tips can help you out. But my last tip is for those of us who aren't working on Christmas. If you find yourself interacting with one of these folks who are working on Christmas, be extra nice. Not just when things are going the way they're supposed to, but even and especially when things go wrong. Don't take it out on them. They're not trying to ruin your Christmas. They're stuck doing their jobs on a day they would probably much rather be at home. So take an extra second and keep the season of love in your heart and spread it to others, even when it's challenging, because they're working for you on Christmas Day. Speaking of love, much love to all the folks I mentioned, and especially the ones I didn't who are working this Christmas. Thank you. Okay, enough of this mushy stuff. It's time to get combative up in here. It's time for Who Sang It Best? If you're new to the show, this is where we have two artists face off singing the same song and you vote on Who Sang It Best. As I mentioned in the news segment, the world seems to be crying out, we need a little Christmas now. So that's the song I picked for this battle. Are you going to use the version from the Muppets that you use in your Need a Little Christmas Now segment every month? No, imaginary listener. That sounds kind of like Kermit the Frog. I feel like that would be cheating. Everyone loves the Muppets. They would get all the votes. And I'm also not going to use Lucille Ball's version from the movie Mame because I feel that's too obvious a choice. So what versions did you choose? I literally went to Wikipedia and chose the first and last versions in the notable recordings section. A fair, if completely nonsensical, way to choose. Let's meet our contestants! In the red corner, it's the Grammy Award-winning Canadian band leader, Percy Faith and his orchestra. In the green corner, it's the Tony Award-winning voice of Elsa, Adina Menzel. Now 
it's up to you to vote. Go to can'twaitforchristmaspod.com, where we have links to the songs on YouTube, and you can cast your vote once a day, every day. Then we'll meet back here on April 25th and decide who sang it best. Last but not least, it's time to announce a project I've been talking up for the last few episodes. I thought it would be fun to put on a little show at the end of our shows for the rest of the year, like an actual scripted radio drama, for want of a better word. So I set to work thinking of an idea that would appeal to everyone. After going to Christmas Con last year, I noticed how much women really like these Hallmark Christmas movies. The men, eh, not quite as much. But I also remember how many dudes say Die Hard is their favorite Christmas movie. But some people don't even think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And that's when I had a you got your chocolate and my peanut butter moment. What if I combined the two together? What if our story was a diehard-type story in the style of a Hallmark Christmas movie? So there would have to be terrorists, hostages, and explosions, but also romance, classic Christmas activities, and a general warm atmosphere. So I haven't come up with a title for it just yet, because I'm still writing it. Turns out writing one of these things is harder than you'd think. But for now, my working title is the same as the one-sentence pitch I'd give when trying to sell this to a big Hollywood studio. Die Hard in a Hallmark Movie. So my current plan is to break the story up into little mini-episodes and play each part at the end of our monthly shows. Kind of like a radio serial drama back in the day. Thank you to all of you who have sent in voice samples. I will be finding spots for each of you as I continue to flesh out the script. If you'd like to be a part of this, there's still time. Be sure and send your readings of, Hey, welcome to the Christmas party. So glad you could stop by to Christmas at TanCast.com. Give me at least five readings so I can try to gauge your range. You can just record it on your phone, or if you have a fancy mic setup, that works too. So I believe this will either be cute and funny or a colossal waste of time. But either way, we're going to have fun doing it. Yippee-ki-yay, basic cable. (laughs) And that's our show for today. Thank you for listening, and please be safe out there. Shelter in place and wash those hands. If you can't shelter in place be extra careful social distance as much as you possibly can i want all of you to be happy and healthy through this christmas and beyond okay before i get too mushy again i'll sign off with one more big thank you to all the essential workers out there i hope you know how much you're appreciated for what you're doing i also hope you'll join us again next month for more merry goodness and in the meantime keep laughing all the way And that was Christmas 1983. Actually, Dad, it's 2020. Oh. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, a.k.a. iTunes, and email us about it at christmas at tancast.com, we'll send you a free Can't Wait for Christmas sticker. If you'd like to see the show notes or leave a comment on this or any other episodes, you can go to our official website, can'twaitforchristmaspod.com. While you're there, you'll find a link to our official Zazzle store where you can grab customizable t-shirts, ornaments, stickers, and all sorts of other Christmas-themed items all year long. We'd love to connect with you on social media. On Facebook and Instagram, we are Can't Wait for Christmas Pod. And on Twitter, we are at Christmas Pod. We Wish You a Merry Christmas was performed by the United States Marine Corps Band, and this amazing version of Jingle Bells on the accordion was performed by the wonderful and talented Christian Nowicki. All other music and sounds used in this episode are the properties of their individual copyright holders, and they are used for purposes of commentary and review. No infringement is intended. Okay, boys, did I forget anything? God bless us. 
everyone. Merry Christmas. Today on the show, we're going to salute the folks who don't get to enjoy Christmas the same way the rest of us do, because they have to work. We'll also tell you how to not read what you're doing and then lose your place in the middle of the intro, and now you can't catch up, and the thing is running out, and you just got to stop talking and start all over. More of that and other outtakes to come. Hooray! It's March 25th, 2020, and that means there's nine months left until Christmas. Today, we're going to talk about Away in a manger, no crib for his bed. The little Lord Jesus laid down his... Tim, don't just go off singing like you know what you're doing. You gotta stop and think about it for a minute. The stars in the sky looked down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep in the wrong key. Ah! Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It doesn't show signs of popping. And I messed up the lyrics. In the green corner, it's the Tony Award-winning voice of Elsa Indina Menzel! <laughs> I was really worried I was going to pronounce Indina Menzel like John Travolta. <laughs> I beat him! I may mispronounce lots of things on the show, but not Indina Menzel! Booyah! Daddy, I painted Elsa in the fire spirit. Daddy, I painted Elsa in the fire spirit. Guess what? That's cool. <laughs> and then you say, I don't know if you'll think it's that great when you see the curtains. I don't know if you'll think it's great. Wait. I don't know if you'll think it's that great when you see the curtains. I don't think you'll... I don't know if you'll think it's that great when you see the curtains. And say, gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Yay. Wait, 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 wait. Come back, come back, come back. <laughs> One, two, three. Gotta go! Try it again. Yeah, you both say gotta go at the same time. One, two, three. Gotta go! Happy birthday to Daddy. Happy birthday to Daddy. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday birthday to Daddy. (laughs) I mean, the reason you put the kids in the show is for the outtakes at the end.